Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. What is going on with Carlos Correa and the Mets? There's reportedly three teams that are interested in signing him if his deal with the Mets falls through. We're going to dive into that in just a second. Could one of those teams be the Dodgers? Well, first, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And as always, I want your takes down below in the comment section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. If Carlos Correa's deal with the Mets falls through, should the Dodgers try to get involved on a short-term high AAV deal? And do you think the Dodgers are one of those three reported teams that are interested in Correa? Let me know down below. And for all latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So hopefully Santa Claus got Carlos Correa some bionic legs for Christmas because his medicals are still not checking out. And as of right now he has not signed with the New York Mets so after the deal with the Giants fell through the original 13 year 350 million dollar deal the Giants all they wanted was some more time but instead Correa he pivoted to that Mets deal and he agreed to change positions to third base and yes the Mets do make a lot of sense for Correa New York is closer to Puerto Rico he's playing with his friend Francisco Lindor but the fact that he was willing to just change positions take less money so quickly I think it was a little bit telling because let's be honest, it does feel like at this point Correa had some cold feet and the Giants, they just wanted more time and maybe the possibility of a restructured deal, just changing the framework on that deal to give themselves a little protection. And I do believe that the Giants had the biggest case of buyer's remorse that we've ever seen in Major League Baseball. And only time will tell. Did the Giants dodge a bullet or will Carlos Correa turn out to be an impact player, an impact player that they so desperately needed up in San Francisco. Really, the big issue with the Giants is the fact that they scheduled that press conference and they backed out of it. So, the only time will tell. Like I said, I think there is a chance that Carlos Correa produces with whichever team he signs with. The only question is, how many years is a team going to be willing to give him? Because we know Stephen Cohen, he is spending money like a drunk sailor this offseason. We know that money is no object for the richest owner in Major League Baseball, but the fact that he's concerned and doesn't want to go through with this deal I think says a lot about the physical health of Carlos Correa and what those x-rays showed up at this point I'm even wondering did a right leg even show up in the x-rays because this is Stephen Cohen a guy that wants to win now a guy that's very aggressive and I think that when you look at the players that he signed as long as he gets one World Series title out of it I think he would consider it a success but the latest on Carlos Correa comes from the New York Post Mike Puma who wrote there is optimism a deal still can be completed between Correa and the Mets, with one source on Monday placing the likelihood at 55% that the two sides find common ground. Among the possibilities is added contract language that would protect the Mets from financial responsibility if Correa's pre-existing condition sidelined him for an extended stretch. Correa's agent Scott Boris worked out a similar contract clause with J.D. Martinez following a five-year agreement with the Red Sox for 100 
$110 million. But the belief is Correa, whose strong preference is to play for the Mets, isn't open to restructuring the length or financial terms of the contract. At least three teams have been in contact with Correa's camp in recent days, but Correa remains committed for now to trying to finalize his deal with the Mets. Correa underwent arthroscopic surgery after fracturing his right fibula and sustaining ligament damage sliding into third base as a minor leaguer in 2014. In his eight seasons in the majors, Correa has not been placed on the injured list with a right leg injury, but Correa has dealt with other ills that sidelined him in recent seasons, including back injuries that forced him to miss significant time in 2018 and 2019. So first and foremost, let's break out that Dodgers rumor meter. And for this rumor that says that there are three teams that are interested in Carlos Correa, I'm going to give it a three Dodger dogs. I definitely think there is some serious smoke at the right price and on the right years. I also think that this does feel like a Boris planted story. Go out there and say there's more teams interested in Carlos Correa so we can try to get this deal done. But let's call it what it is. Carlos Correa is damaged goods. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. And no team should sign him to a 10 to 12 to 13 year deal. It just does not make sense. What did I say at the very beginning? To me, it had nothing to do with what happened in 2017. It had nothing to do with the fact that Carlos Correa was the most vocal member of that 2017 Trash Rose team that stole a World Series from the Dodgers. To me, the non-starter was that injury history and the fact that I would not feel comfortable giving 10 plus years to a taller shortstop that has a lot of moving parts that is most most likely going to slide over to third base and it has back issues and now he has a right fibula issue so to me I had no intention of giving him that kind of money or that kind of length but now the big question is can you get Carlos Correa on a shorter term deal is this a situation where Carlos Correa could fall into the Dodgers lap like Freddie Freeman fell into their lap last season well a lot would have to happen for that to become a reality first and foremost the deal with the Mets would have to complete fall through no restructuring no short-term deal with the Mets it would have to be a situation where he was looking for another team and at that point my big question is would the Minnesota Twins come in and give him that 10-year deal that they reportedly offered him that was close to 300 million dollars because you have to believe that the Minnesota Twins they know his physicals they know his medical history better than any team out there save for the Houston Astros and if they were comfortable offering him that money based on all their information it lets me know that hey maybe they still would want him in Minnesota and then also who are the other teams involved who are the other teams that are possibly interested in Correa and would they be willing to give him a 10 plus year deal and I just don't think at this stage with all the information that's out there that there's really a lot of teams that are lining up to sign Correa to that long term pack do the Boston Red Sox try to salvage their offseason by bringing in Correa when they already have Rafael Devers a player that they're not even getting close to his price when it comes 
to an extension with the Baltimore Orioles. We know the connection that their GM has with Carlos Correa. Apparently, they were interested in him in the offseason. Would they come to the table? I doubt that as well. And then that leaves the Los Angeles Dodgers. We know at this point that if the Dodgers were going to get involved, it most likely would be on a short-term high AAV deal, something similar to what he signed with the Twins last offseason, that three-year deal at over $105 million with the opt-outs. Now, could LA get him at that price? That is when serious discussions would take place because, yes, there was a lot of talk about the Dodgers trying to stay under that CBT, and then you had the ruling with Trevor Bauer and the other signings and the arbitrations and some of the incentives. They're going to go past that number. If you can get Carlos Correa on a short-term deal and plug him into that shortstop spot and you consider what he can do offensively, If you are in win-now mode and you think he can help you win that World Series in the near future, maybe you consider doing it and you eat the financial penalties that come with it. Because the other thing, too, is he does not have the qualifying offer. He would not require draft pick compensation. You wouldn't lose financial international bonus pool money. So that is definitely a plus. But with Carlos Correa, when it comes to the Dodgers, that's a whole nother story, a whole nother can of worms. But it might be a great way for him to want to stick it to the San Francisco. Francisco Giants, a team that wanted more time that reneged on that deal. It might be a way to stick it to the New York Mets, who could be the Dodgers' toughest competition in the National League next season. And of course, the Dodgers' front office would have to do a 180 on what was reported by Ken Rosenthal and The Athletic a few weeks ago when they said that the Dodgers weren't going to pursue him because a sizable amount of their fan base was still upset about Carlos Correa's involvement in the 2017 Astros cheating scandal. So to me, I feel like that was a spin job by the Dodgers to Ken Rosenthal, but hey, maybe they could spin it again and say to themselves, hey, we're getting a player that can help you win. A player that stole a World Series from you, well now he'll help win a World Series from you. And me, just kind of based on my experiences talking to Dodger fans out there, I get lots of messages from you saying that, hey, if the Dodgers signed Carlos Correa, I would turn in my Dodgers hat. I wouldn't attend games anymore. And that passion still is very strong. So I'm not going to tell you how to fan. I'm I'm just trying to tell you what this organization might do in that situation. If the front office believes that adding Carlos Correa can get this team over the hump, but only at the right price and on the right terms. So I definitely respect the no way a Correa crowd, the never Correa-ers, but I'm just telling you, this organization, they want to win, and if they feel that Carlos Correa is that guy, it wouldn't preclude them to sign him his involvement in the 2017 sign-stealing scandal. So to me, Carlos Correa is like a Jaguar. You don't want to own a Jaguar. You don't want to own it for 10 to 15 years because they fall apart. The maintenance is expensive on them. But if you could lease one and not have to worry about it and have it under warranty, maybe you would consider it. Look, they say the two best days when you buy a Jaguar are the day you buy it and the day you sell it. So you don't want that situation with Correa. And they also say when it comes to Jaguars is that you have to buy two so you can have one to drive while the other one is in the shop. So it would be nice if a team could have two Carlos Correas so you'll have one to play while the other ones on the IL. Ah! So yeah, really, Carlos Correa God. is the Jaguar of baseball players, but I know a lot of you actually think he's more like a cheetah, if you know what I mean. But let me know down below in the comment section. Do you want to see the Dodgers get involved with Carlos Correa if his deal with the Mets falls through? I think it's still unlikely. I still think maybe the Twins go in and try to sign him, but on a short-term high AAV deal where you can really mitigate that risk, I think there is a chance if the opportunity presents itself 
himself. But right now, let's see if the Mets can get the deal done. Because I think it would be a major disappointment for Stephen Cohen if he can't add Carlos Correa. We know that he thought that they needed one more guy, and he feels that he is that guy. So I still think that Stephen Cohen, the way he spends money, he'll at the end of the day just say, screw it. I don't want to mess with Scott Boris because I'm going to be doing deals with him for years. And I think that's important to maintain that relationship. And hopefully he can restructure that deal to give them some protection. But let me know down below in the comment section, do you think the Dodgers should jump in? Because you're basically getting the as-is price for Carlos Correa at a discounted rate. So it will be interesting. And I think, too, if you're the Dodgers, the fact that if he does keep that original deal intact, that's a Mets team that's really committed long-term to a player that has some very sketchy injury history. But let me know down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And if you want to see us pose even more Dodgers content, you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.